The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. It is The Joe Pags Show. We've got William Lee Golden this hour. He's the beard in the Oak Ridge Boys. He's also uh, formed a group out of his own family, his sons, his grandchildren, everybody, um, called the Goldens. And he's out there on tour at 80-something years old with the Goldens and with the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, it's a good long interview. You're going to want to stick around for this. Uh, and we just get into all sorts of stuff. Music talk. We actually get into conservatism about the love for America, all of that. That's coming up this hour. Don't miss that. Plus, we're going to start out with, and I, I asked Carrie to, to choose which story she wanted to do. We had quite a few. We've only got a, a, a one segment here. Then we'll get into William Lee, which is great. Uh, and, and she, Carrie, this is on you. She chose this. <laughs> I did. Uh, well, I when did. We'll, we'll get to it in a second. Let me just okay. say this. We are told to believe that being a trans person is not a choice. It is what you are. You're just trapped in the wrong body. But what we have in this family is truly unreasonable. You know what I mean? It just, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Okay. One trans person, whatever. No. I don't know. Let's, let's just do like, like. The whole entire block is trans now all of a sudden. And it's not a choice. And they're not looking for attention. This is because they are who they are, even on a Monday. Let's go. That's a Motown Monday that is Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? Okay. Hello, making it happen. Sam Bam. Lexi eat clams, man? I don't know. You don't like clams? No, ew. What are you talking about? Did we go clamming in New York once? You didn't have any of those clams? No, ew. Come on. Carrie, you like the clams? Love the clams. Oh, my God. Love them. Clams in a half shell, little red sauce. Let's go. Oh, my God. Sounds delicious. We're going to have to have that delivered. Motown Monday, it's how we do. So listen, the whole trans thing, we've talked about it here plenty. Had Caitlyn Jenner on at least twice, we will have Caitlyn Jenner on the show again. We've talked about it. And the conversation, by the way, with Caitlyn Jenner had a lot to do with Bruce Jenner. And we were not afraid to go there. And Caitlyn Jenner was nice enough to go there. And we had the conversation. And I talked about the confusion that people have. Both those who aren't trans and those who are. Because we're going, well, how do we accept you, the decathlon winner, as somebody who's now just not even a guy anymore? I mean, how do you do that? And, and it was a great conversation. So I don't mind talking about tough topics with those who are involved in it. I've had trans people call the show. I hear what you're saying. It makes sense. Here's where I feel. Here's what I think. Here's the about that. Now, it's my belief, it's my opinion, which I'm allowed to have, that most of those males that are so-called transitioning to female and then competing against females or doing it to win awards. I think that's the case, especially when it comes to things like weightlifting and swimming. You, you see this thing, uh, Carolyn, I don't know if you saw this, there was a lacrosse video that was circulating this weekend. Did you see this? Uh, I don't think I did. A boy thing. is playing on a girl's team saying that he's a girl and kicks a girl in the face and knocks all her teeth out. Oh, my goodness. And she's wailing in pain. He's just allowed to do it. He's just allowed to say he's a girl and he can just play. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, already, I don't have a problem calling it out when I think somebody is pretending. Now, 
do I think some people legitimately, their brains are telling them you're in the wrong body? I think so. Do I legitimately think some people really feel like God got it wrong? Yeah, I think I think some people feel that way. And they should get psychiatric help. And once they're 18, if they want to dress a certain way and change body parts by surgery or whatever, you're an adult and you're an American and you're a free person. Do what you want. I don't care. But the whole kids thing doesn't make any sense. But then, now, again, I think there are three categories. One is to do it to win, to win competitions. Another one is to do it because you truly have have gender dysphoria and you need a medical person to help you out or a at least somebody who is a, a doctor of the mind. And then I think the third category is we really, we need attention. Something I stole from uh, Todd, I can't think of his last name, on Last Comic Standing. But I think they need attention. I think they just want attention. And this case that Carrie's about to tell you, Carrie, did we make this up? No, this is a real story. This is in a newspaper. What is this in the in the the Daily Mail? Yes, that is correct. Okay, so we've got it. This is she didn't make it up. I didn't make it up. We did not make this story show up. It just was. And this one will be in category three. We're clear. Like I'll give you an example. It's my opinion, which I'm allowed to have. That there's a couple in San Antonio where it's a guy and a girl, a man and a woman. She so-called transitioned into being a man. He gets her pregnant the traditional way. They're claiming they're both men and somehow she was a pregnant man. That story happened, right, Carrie? It did happen, yes. For me, because there's only one way to make it. Unless you went to in vitro, you made the baby the normal way. A, he's not gay. (laughs) B, she's not a guy. So, I mean, that's just biologically what I just said is true. But I think that you come out and you you hit the local news and you pretend that you're a trans this and you're a trans pregnant guy or something and that gets you the attention that you seek. This one goes well beyond that. What do you have? From the Daily Mail, an author has come out as a transgender man after his husband transitioned from male to female and the couple now live in a four-way relationship with their trans lovers. Rowan Jetnox, formerly known as Amanda Jetnox, announced on his social media in August he was reintroducing himself as a trans man. The Toronto-based writer and activist who started taking testosterone earlier this week follows in the footsteps of his husband-turned-wife and son-turned-daughter. Knox's wife, Zoe, was previously known as Mark, but came out as transgender in July 2015 after 19 years of marriage. The pair's daughter, Alexis, revealed she was transgender in early 2014. Rowan says he was too, he too was born in the wrong body, but that it took a long time to come to terms with his true gender. Rowan and Zoe live with their transgender partners, Danny and Dame, in the same Toronto house. Danny and Dame are themselves a couple. Everyone describes the unusual relationship as a polycule. He previously shared his delight at realizing he was non-binary before coming out as transgender and told Pink News trans joy is infectious. Um, In a post to his Instagram account, the writer said, It is with joy, relief, and a fair amount of anxiety. I am reintroducing myself to you as Rowan Jet Knox. I'm a trans man and medically transitioning and will be exclusively using he, him pronouns going forward. He continued, I am a trans man. I've known this for, I've known this is who I am for a long time now, but I had to work up the courage to say it out loud. It took months of introspection therapy, long chats with loved ones, plenty of tears, and pushing through a lot of fear and denial to get here. And my apologies for the mistakes I made in that story. 
You make any mistake? What are you talking about? Hmm. That was one of the hardest stories I... you've ever had to read. <laughs> he, she, male, female, it. man, woman. <laughs> I mean, what do you do with that? <laughs> I mean, honest to God. So just so I get the gist of this. She is now a he. Yes. Is married to he, who's now a she. Yes. And they're somehow in a four-way relationship with that we just accept in 2023 with another he that's now a she and a she that's now a he. Right. And, and it's a poly what? Son, a poly something? A polycule. Which is not a word. And then their son did what? And then their son, the first couple, their son trans has transitioned. And it's just natural. It's just nature. There is nothing unnatural, they would have us believe, that four people found themselves and decided to be a, a, a quad couple, quadrant thing. And now they have a child who is so-called trans as well. Just happened by nature. They all ended up in the same house. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? Um, probably. I mean, the story yeah, is I, suggesting. I <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Again, for those just joining us, this is not us misusing the English language. This is a woman who says she's now a man, married to a man who says he's now a woman, and they've decided to bring another couple in the house. Yes. And that couple is a man that used to be a woman and a woman that used to be a man, and look, we got a kid. Screw it. He's trans too. Yeah, apparently this child came out when they were 11. They probably didn't have any probably didn't have any influence by what was happening in the house, I would guess. Mm, just nature. Yeah, right. Yep. Now, what does yep. the kid do? Mom, dad, mom, dad? Mom, I don't what do I call you? My, my, my dad? Yeah, that has gotta be confusing. Uh, yeah. I mean it can't be as confusing as how you read the story, but <laughs> let me just say this. What? Oh, that's that's really mean. I feel it's for true. you. I did not want to read mean. that damn story. I, <laughs> I have a problem. Well, we keep you around, so I don't have to sound like that on a story like that. Mm-hmm. No, and you did way better than I would have, because I would have just called. I would have been changing the pronouns as I went. Yeah. And she says that she's a he, but he's really a she because she was the he she. So at the end of the day, this is how stupid this has become. It's no longer about a few people that have a mental issue that they should get. What I love in that story, my favorite part of that story, can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. The would. fact that he or she or she or he got some therapy and came to terms. A therapist helped her realize she's yeah. really a dude. Right. That's right. When again, I think that therapists' jobs are to help people and guide them on the right path. Well, who are you to say it's not the right path? Well, probably because she didn't have you know the man genitalia, nor man DNA, nor man chromosomes. Maybe that would have told me, as somebody who works with the brain, I would help her mind understand that this is who she is. But instead, they paid probably a lot of damn money to some therapist that said, oh, you're definitely a dude. Without a doubt, you're a dude. you got to just come out as a dude. And then, to make it normal so that you're not, like, gay, your husband should be a woman now. And, you know, why not just invite another couple in and tell your 11-year-old child, it's okay to not know what your gender is and just change whenever you want. This is this is 2023 world. That's what this is. And this was all in, intentional. And it's all come to fruition. That story in my 30 plus years in this business might be the dumbest story I've heard. I'm Carrie, I story top that one for because you. Because we hear a lot of, a lot a of lot. Dumb things. A lot. 
and and I'll admit it, their seeking attention, their dire, desire for attention worked on me because I saw that story and said, yeah, we can't not do this one. Yeah. And you sent right? it to I me. Mean, you found it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Normally, Normally, I get up in the me. morning and I've got my inbox, you know, <laughs> Carrie sending me a bunch of transcrap. <laughs> so there you go. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. We've got a good long interview with William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys coming up. Meantime, got to remind you about our great sponsor, Super Beats, Super Beats Rock. And Super Beats Heart Shoes is just a whole different level. It just is because these just taste great. It's like some sort of a snack. It's like you're getting some sort of a cheat meal or something and you're not. It's a great supplement that's going to get you a, a nice healthy level of energy throughout your day. As we get older, not me, but a lot of you, no, as we get older, me included, we start losing that energy level later in the afternoon, maybe into the early evening. You want to keep on going. You don't want to slow down. You want to get through your work day and maybe go work out or maybe you know get something going where you're getting yourself, where you're losing a little bit of weight or getting yourself more healthy. Superbeats Heart Shoes helps you with that energy level. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Superbeats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. If I could say blood pressure right, it'd be great. And over 30,000 five-star reviews prove that a lot of people are getting a lot out of this great supplement. Go right now, support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Shoes, get a free 30-day supply of, of Super Beats Heart Shoes and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to joelovesbeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at joelovesbeats.com, and we're back after this. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's a legend of country and more, not just country music. It's William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. William Lee, how are you? Good to see you. Joe, I'm doing great, man. It's good to see you again. I think the last time we mentioned was uh, in New Brunswick, Texas there, when the Oaks played there. Uh, you came out to see us, and uh, it was my first time to meet you in person. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you, and, and you came up and you gave me your book. I, I told you this a little a little while ago. My wife read the book the entire uh, first night. It was gone. It took her a few hours, but she said, this is an unbelievable story of this guy. And, and I told you then that I wanted to have you on the show. I'm glad that we can make it happen. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. I'm a fan of yours, too. Well, I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. I, now, you didn't know this, but when I was in college at Palm Beach Junior College in West Palm Beach, Florida, um, we had a, a band, a little singing group called the Pacemakers or the Pace Setters. I forget what it is now. I think it was the Pace Setters. And I was the bass guy. All I had, I got to go, uh, uh, uh. And the big song of the day was Elvira. So I got to sing Richard's parts, and I was pretty privileged to do that. What an amazing, uh, amazing run you've had, huh? It is, man. Uh, this year, the Oak Ridge Boys are celebrating with the four of us uh, being together is 50 years. So, and it's it's kind of hard to believe, you know, that it's passed that quick. But that seems to happen, man. Uh, you go to seem like you go to sleep uh, a young guy and wake up an old guy. <laughs> but, uh, it, it happens too fast. He's got. He's, yeah. he's got. Go, go ahead. But yeah, man, uh, Richard, yeah, we were just uh, together a few minutes ago here. Right. But uh, yeah, that 
The Oom Papa Mau Mau is a signature song. Uh, Ron Chancey, was, he came up with the idea of uh, the bass singer doing that line. And uh, it's been a signature thing. And it's, it's the biggest record the Oak Ridge Boys have ever had. And we don't have anything that come close to it, really, for its sales. You know, it was a like a multi-platinum uh, single. And that's unheard of, or it was back then, I guess, today that people sell way over a million, two or three million of a right. single. But uh, back then, it was uh, really unheard of in country music. But uh, yeah, Elvira, that's, uh, that's, that was in 1981. Can you imagine? And, uh, and, and here it is 40-plus years later, and people are still singing that song. I know it, and it's been handed down, man. I was I was thinking of that Saturday night. We were down in uh, Corinth, Mississippi, at the big Crossroads Arena there, and it was this huge crowd, and uh, it was families out there. It was you see young couples, and they got their little kids. It was kind of remind me of the old days when uh, Elvira was out. People would come and bring up a three-year-old kid and hold him <laughs> up to the stage, and uh, and tell us that this song, that Elvira was the first song that the kid ever learned all the words to and would go around the house singing it. And we were, uh, what, a week or so ago, the Oak Ridge Boys were together with some other country music people here doing. We videoed a karaoke thing of our version of that, and there were karaoke people there, but there's a lot of country music people there, uh, big and rich and... Uh, you know, Lori Borg and uh, Trace Adkins and a bunch. Kid Rock was there, and uh, oh. but that uh, we had some younger people that was uh, that was doing the karaoke part on the stage. And uh, <laughs> this one of these girls, a young girl, she's a young, beautiful singer. She said she showed me a picture of her two two and a half year old daughter, and uh, she was playing the song to learn her part to do on the video and. She said her daughter would, uh, when it would play, it was riding in the car, and her mother said the the kid would say, play it again, play it again, play wow. it again. And uh, she told me then, she said, you know, this is a new song all over again. And it could, what could happen is uh, the same. It's a, it's a people today, is a lot of the young people have never heard it, you know, people that are right. 20 years old or people with little kids. And so with the mother and dad and the whole family, it's a new song again. It was with her. She was having to listen to uh, all the words. She's in her 20s. And so uh, that shows you the power of music. It's a magical thing. Well, I think that there are generational songs, but I think Elvira is a, is a half century or or century song. Whereas you get one like that, that'll last for all of time, like once every hundred years. And I really mean that. And, and without you guys singing it the way that you did, because people don't realize this, Elvira is not a new song for you. That was a song that had been done before. And and you guys actually brought it to life and, and made it yeah. what, what it became, right? Got to pick it up from there. That's William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. Just an absolute honor and pleasure to talk to the man. I mean, he's out here getting it done. He's in his 80s. And he's touring not with one group. He's touring with two different groups, which I find to be amazing, to be honest with you. Much more of that interview to come. There's a lot to talk about. He's also a great patriot. We talk about conservatism, about love for country, and a lot more with William Lee. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.